Welcome to 2020. This is the first new show of the new year of the new decade. For Paranormally Speaking, I'm your host, Neil Parks, award-winning author, artist, filmmaker, screenwriter, and all-around awesome Jedi nerd guy. I hope you've had a great new year so far, and I hope that your Christmas and New Year's Eve was terrific. I hope everyone's avoiding the coronavirus or whatever flu may be in your area, making everyone sick. And if you are around sick people, be sure to take hand sanitizer and squirt it directly into your mouth and eyes, and possibly your anus for good measure. So I hope everyone's healthy and happy. I hope everyone's a little more wise with New Year's resolutions. A lot has happened since I signed off for 2019 in mid-December. Uh, we are currently on this day, which is the 5th of February, 2020. And they are voting on whether or not to seek criminal charges against Dump Trump. And he's already been impeached. That's already done. He will go down in history as being a president who was impeached while in office. That's already said and done. Now, this part in this little uh, endeavor will be the criminal charges. They have more than enough to convict the man. They've had more than enough from the very beginning, knowing his history, knowing how he's always been in his business dealings. The man's a professional con man extortionist, and he wiggled his way into the hearts of millions of gullible Americans. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's a cross we all must bear, those that are free-thinking, like-minded, uh, sensible people that can see bullshit from a mile away. That man exudes nothing but bullshit. I've known that since the 1980s, since that episode of Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, when he made some incredibly crass comments, uh, flaunted his golden toilets that he takes dumps in, and all of his properties. The man still has golden toilets in Trump Tower. But hey, he can really get down in the dirt with average Joe American, and he wants what's best for us. It's all about helping the little man when it comes to Trump. Am I right? Uh, if you believe that, then I have oceanfront property in Arizona as well, which is not the case. But today is the day of reckoning. Will he face criminal charges? Chances are no, because we have a completely corrupt, lopsided Senate. Uh, they're bought and paid for. He has enough dirt on Lindsey Graham that... If he wants to keep his position, 
He will take it in every direction possible. However, Trump demands of him and crouch down as low as he needs to go just to lick his boots. That seems to be the case. Um, Two things to remember. Never trust a politician who pushes his will and his agenda onto religion. And never trust a religious figure who pushes their agenda and their will onto the political game. No one wins on either avenue. I'm Neil Parks, and enjoy the rest of the show. We need to make what's normal seem strange. To find intelligent alien life, humans may need to start thinking like extraterrestrials. Our hunt for aliens has potentially had a fatal flaw from the beginning. We are the ones searching for them. That's the problem because we are a unique species and alien-seeking scientists are even stranger and more specialized. As a result, their all too human assumptions may get in the way of their alien listening endeavors. To get around this, the Breakthrough Listening Project, a $100 million initiative scouring the cosmos for signals of otherworldly beings as part of the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. SETI, of course, is asking anthropologists to help unmask some of these biases. It's kind of a joke at Breakthrough Listen. Claire Webb, an anthropology and history of science student at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, said here on January 8th at the 235th meeting of the American Astronomical Society, AAS, in Honolulu. They tell me we're studying aliens, and you are studying us. Since 2017, Webb has worked with Breakthrough Listen to examine how SETI researchers think about aliens produce knowledge, and perhaps inadvertently place anthropocentric assumptions into their work. She sometimes describes their efforts as making the familiar strange. For instance, your life might seem perfectly ordinary, maybe involving being hunched over a desk and shuttling electronics around between computers until examined through an anthropological lens which points out that this is not exactly a universal state of affairs. At the conference, Webb presented a poster looking at how breakthrough listen scientists use artificial intelligence to shift through large data and try to uncover potential technosignatures or indicators of technology or tool use by alien organisms. Researchers who use AI tend to disavow human handicraft in the machines they build, Webb told Science. They attribute to a lot of the agency to those machines. I find that somewhat problematic and at the worst untrue. Any AI is trained by human beings who present it with the types of signals they think an an intelligent alien might produce. In doing so, they predispose their algorithms to certain biases. It can be incredibly difficult to recognize such thinking and overcome its limitations, Webb said. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, 
Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4 slash good. That's right, free. Zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hims connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hims makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hims.com slash good. That's 4hims.com slash good for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash good. Family is big around here. We're family owned, family operated, family managed. And that means legacy. That means dependability. That means using Granger. With over 1.5 million products and knowledgeable product experts, Granger has whatever we need. And with same-day pickup and next-day delivery options, they have it whenever we need it. For over 90 years, businesses like ours have trusted Granger. Because, like family, Granger's got our back. Call, clickgranger.com, or stop by to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The new American religion of UFOs. Belief in aliens is like faith in religion and may come to replace it, according to some. Last week, the New York Times published a viral article about reports of UFOs off the coast in 2014 and 2015 and included an interview with five Navy pilots who witnessed and in some cases recorded mysterious flying objects with no visible engine or infrared exhaust plumes that appeared to reach 30,000 feet and hypersonic speeds. No one is quite sure what they saw, but the sightings are striking and they're part of a growing fascination with the possibility of intelligent alien life. According to Diana Pascula, a professor at the University of North Carolina and author of the new book, American Cosmic, belief in UFOs and extraterrestrials is becoming a kind of religion, she says. And it isn't nearly as fringe as you might think. More than half of American adults and over 60% of young Americans believe in intelligent extraterrestrial life. This tracks pretty closely with the belief in God, she says. And if Pascula is right, that's not an accident. Her book isn't so much about the truth of UFOs or aliens. It is about what the appeal of belief in those things says about our culture and the shifting roles of religion and technology in it. On the surface, it's a book about the popularity of belief in aliens, but it's really a deep look at how myths and religions are created in the first place and how human beings deal with unexplainable experiences. A lightly edited transcript of the conversation with Pascula follows. Uh, you describe belief in UFOs and aliens as the latest manifestation of a very old impulse, a religious impulse. What is it about extraterrestrials that captivates so many people? Pascula goes on to say, 
One way we can make sense of this by using a very old but functional definition of religion as simply the belief in non-human and supernatural intelligent beings that often descend from the sky. There are many definitions of religion, but this one is pretty standard. There is another distinction about belief in non-human extraterrestrial intelligence or UFO inhabitants that makes it distinct from the types of religions with which we are most familiar. Um, a historian of Catholicism, for instance, would say uh, what they find when they interact with people in Catholic communities is that they have faith that Jesus walked on water and that the Virgin Mary uh, apparitions were true. But there's some uh, something very different about the UFO narrative. Here we have people who are actual scientists like Ellen Stolfen, the former chief scientist at NASA. Uh, they are uh, This person's willing to go on TV and basically make announcements like, we are going to find extraterrestrial life. Now she's not exactly uh, talking about the intelligent extraterrestrial life, but that's not how many people interpret her anyway. She says that they're going to find life. They're going to find inhabitable planets and things like that. But So that gives this type of religious religiosity a far more powerful bite than the traditional religions, which are based on faith and things unseen and unfound. But the belief that UFOs and aliens are potentially true and could potentially be proven makes this a uniquely powerful narrative for the people who believe in it. It is fair to call this new form of religion uh, a religion, I, I would say so. Uh, there are two incredible modern scientists, such as Alan Hynek and Joaquiz Valil, who reviewed the idea. Hynek passed away in 1986, but he actually, uh, the star character in the History Channel show Project Blue Book. Valil is still here, and he's an astronomer and a computer scientist who worked on ARPANET, which was a military precursor to the Internet. Basically, Hynek and Valil called themselves the Invisible College, once they started to believe the things they were investigating were somehow either extraterrestrial or interdimensional, they were part of a group of scientists that were known to each other, but were not known to the general public, who quietly pursued the research of their own time. So once uh, you start engaging with uh, these scientists who are doing this type of work, who believe in the reality of extraterrestrial intelligence, who believe they were reverse engineering technology from what they insisted was alien aircraft, it, it would be stunning for all of us to bear witness to this and probably cause some sort of a cataclysmic event where people are often shooting each other, religions are battling other religions for supremacy, and if we all of a sudden have a mothership appear out of the sky out of nowhere, you're going to have all of these gun-crazy Americans or those from other countries that are gun-crazy uh, popping off rounds at the unknown and possibly creating an interstellar war. That's something that we don't really need to see in our lifetime, or any lifetime for that matter. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Do aliens exist? 
This question has baffled humans ever since prehistoric man noticed the bright stars in our sky. Thousands of paranormal sightings have been recorded on video since then. Many, many with conspiracy theories attached about the infamous Roswell incident and fictional films such as E.T. and Alien, generating much interest among UFO hunters. I've been a diehard Bigfoot enthusiast since I was a kid. There were these documentaries that were made in the 1970s. Raymond Burr hosted them, and George C. Scott did a couple as well as Leonard Nimoy. They pertain to Bigfoot sightings, eyewitness accounts, uh, dramatizations, reenactments of these said sightings. Uh, also, the documentaries they did related to the Bermuda Triangle, UFO sightings, ghostly encounters, the ghosts of Gettysburg. Uh, the list goes on. Uh, I was very young when these came out. Um, it, it drew me in right away. And... When I was about eight, I set out on my own hiking-slash-camping adventure looking for Bigfoot in the Gooseneck Mountains of my grandmother's property that was in between Beaver and Piketon, Ohio, on the Back 40 Podunk. Uh, if you're not at all familiar with that, if you've heard of BFE, it's just south of that. It is literally over the river and through the woods and up the hill and down the mountain. It's way off the beaten path. I don't think any cell phone company gets service out there. But when I was a kid, cell phones didn't exist. We just had walkie-talkies, two-way radios, whatnot, CB radios. And I went off for what was going to be an overnight stay. I was going to camp out in the woods and look for Bigfoot. Lo and behold, it took me a few hours before I got bored and came home because instead of finding Bigfoot, I, in fact, discovered um, a deer carcass a beehive where I almost got stung by bees, and a cave where something was snarling and growling from the inside. Um, chances are it was either a bear or a bobcat. But when I heard that, I decided to head back home. It was around 5 p.m. on a Saturday when I returned to my grandma's house, empty-handed but not losing the faith and finding Bigfoot one day. And in fact, a promise I've made to myself as well as those who know me, if I were to ever find Bigfoot and we locked eyes and we communicated in one way, shape, or form, um, it, it would be an honor to set my eyes upon such a magnificent creature, whether it be a, a humanoid or whatever his species would be, or its species would be considered uh, in reference to Bigfoot. I don't want to refer to the female Bigfoot as he. I would never tell anyone where I discovered it, where I found Bigfoot. I, I would be afraid that these gun nut hunters would run into the woods, firing at anything that moves and disrupting the habitat of the Sasquatch that I found. And that would just break my heart because they are literally an endangered species. In fact, the government has already acknowledged that these things exist. I mean, since the 1960s, they have put in the certain states, have put in their state's register, as well as their almanacs, uh, certain species that you will encounter, certain types of animals you will encounter uh, while camping in the wilderness, while hiking the woods, while going and exploring the mountains, rock climbing, rappelling, 
what have you. They always, especially in the Pacific Northwest, always have Bigfoot mentioned in their state almanacs or in their state registers of animals that you will encounter, creatures you will encounter. In fact, um, the state of Washington has Sasquatch as one of their, on the endangered species list, as well as one of their natural um, living creatures that reside within the area. And I know Tennessee also has something pertaining to that. And the list goes on with weird things the government has already acknowledged. For example, uh, UFO sightings, aliens, uh, fire marshal handbooks or fire department handbooks uh, in regards to like natural disasters or some sort of pandemic in relationship to alien encounters or a crashed UFO or first contact. There's actually steps that they are required to follow and train for if they do, in fact, encounter this type of phenomenon. So we've been preparing for it for a long time. It's just not really public knowledge. And it makes sense if you go all the way back to War of the Worlds when it was done in the format of a radio broadcast and everything was done with voice and sound effects before television existed, really. And this was all done on the radio. People heard this recording and thought for certain that we were under an invasion at that point in time. And there were people literally, actually people committing suicide as a result of the fear that they felt from the possibility that their loved ones were going to die due to this alien invasion that was unfolding in this radio broadcast and this, this dramatization. And so many people, by the hundreds, maybe by the thousands, thought this was a legit event that was happening. It was unfolding. And these secrets that are kept from us from the upper echelon, by the upper echelon from us, it, it makes sense if you think about it. Because the general population as a whole, a majority of people are not prepared to handle such a change to our culture, to our society, to our civilization as an invasion or an arrival for that matter. The people of the world are not prepared to handle it. And especially with, within the United States, we are full of gun nuts in this country. Now, owning a gun is one thing. I'm cool with guns. I know how to handle them. I know how to dismantle them, reassemble them, clean them, name it. I can fire them. I can shoot them well. But when dudes are going out at gun shows and acquiring AR-15s and AK-47s without so much as a background check, they themselves could also have some sort of a blemish in their background for domestic violence or for assault charges or for some sort of mental illness. And they're able to acquire firearms with such a weapon of mass destruction these killing machines they can acquire by the truckloads without a proper background check, without the waiting period that should be required when purchasing such a weapon. And there was a time when the government outlawed semi-automatic weapons. In fact, it was the Republicans who called for the banning of semi-automatic weapons. But now we have this new superpower that's running the boat and steering directly into the rocks and they're like oh no bump stocks are cool that just turns your semi-automatic weapon into a fully automatic weapon why not because the nra is lacing their pockets and funneling so much money into the gop that they're 
bought and paid for by them. So, of course, they're going to kowtow to that. The NRA, in that aspect, they're acting like a bunch of thugs, like the Teamsters, when they were bullying people into unions and doing dirty deeds behind closed doors to manipulate the money that was being paid into said unions. There's got to be a ceiling here where eventually they bump their heads and it's like, okay, this is where it stops. Have we not reached that point yet? An invasion or an arrival from some alien species would cause these lunatics that are acquiring these killing machines, these weapons of mass destruction, to essentially start an interstellar war because they would run out to the yards of their homes or their buddies' houses, get lit up on moonshine, and start firing at whatever they saw in the sky. And their weapons are far more advanced than ours. So all it would do is just piss them off, and then it would cause us to become completely vaporized. It's just a key point to think about. We're really, as a civilization, not prepared for the truth, not equipped to handle it. It would change everything about what we know and what modern science has taught us and what known science can comprehend. That's all I have for this week. Enjoy your weekend and watch the skies because you never know what's going to be flying over. And keep your eyes on the oceans as well because you don't really know what's down below coming up to the surface and flying through our skies. This is Neil Parks signing out.